Okay, guys, we're back again. Hello. It is the Single Girl's Guide to the Galaxy. E, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good. It's a, it's a Friday. Friday. Thank goodness. I know, it's been a fucking week. You may notice we were missing. <laughs> we we might have missed last week's episode. <laughs> yeah, just for anybody who wonders, ours is a weekly-ish podcast. Like, we get around to it, it when we get around to it. depends how hungover and ashamed of myself I am. And then if I can't leave the house for two days, you might not get an episode. <laughs> Look, we... This is not our life. This is a facet of our life. We record this podcast mostly because it's cheaper than therapy. Exactly. Um, it's, and we have wine. It's something that's important to us to do, um, but it's by no means an obligation yet. No. Who knows? I mean, if, it, if somebody wants to throw a lot of money at us, we'll be a lot more professional about it. Mm. Um, e, I'm going to hand the reins over to you tonight. What do you want to chat yeah. about? Well, I was, I was thinking the other day because someone, you know, reappeared that I hadn't spoken to for a while. So my question to you today is... Can you be friends with your ex? Oh, it's such a loaded question. Isn't it? There are so many layers to that, <laughs> so many levels. Well, I mean, I'm going to put it out there. I think you can. I am friends with all my exes. If not, like, friends, I'm definitely friendly, and I would wish them all happy birthday on Facebook. I would say hello if I saw them in the street. To all of them, there's not any of them that I wouldn't. So I sit on the side of the fence that yes you can be do you have a side look i in theory agree i think i i don't know about being best friends i Mm -hmm. think maybe you can be friendly Mm -hmm. um and i think it's possible but it's one of those things where good for the person who wants to do that i don't think it's for me Mm -hmm. i think I, i want to be that person I want to be that person who's like, I wish the best for you and I definitely want to catch up with for a coffee mm-hmm. on a regular basis to see how you're doing. But I think it ends up causing me more harm than good. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think another part of it, with like the more intense relationships that I had in my early 20s, I had two fairly intense relationships that both ended up being quite traumatic just because of like how they ended and the circumstance of the other person. Like, they weren't bad relationships, but they, like, they ended sadly in both occasions. So for those two, I think it's been good to have, like, a lot of time. We've had probably 10 years' time during that, and now I can genuinely say that I'm happy for them. I speak to them, um, you know. So, but, but when they were still, like, fresh and fairly raw, because in both of those circumstances like the breakup like had to happen it wasn't necessarily like a choice it just it had to happen so yeah with time heals all heals all wounds I think time time is one aspect for me I think the nature of the relationship and the nature of the breakup is another big issue but also the the stage you're at in your life Uh I definitely have been in the boat where I'm ready for a friendship with an ex and they're not like there's something going on in their life that's a mental block for us to be friends or is it because they have a wife or something yeah and and sometimes it is it is that it's sometimes it's that you know there's someone new in their lives and they they can't 
fathom, you know, letting letting me back in as a friend. But equally, it's been the opposite where I've had, um, you know, we talked about on our Christmas episode or holidays episode, I should say, you know, the surprise baby announcement from a supposed friend that was an ex. And, you know, he he wanted to be friends and I ended up being the person who was super upset by the fact that his version of friendship is to keep me out of the most important things that are happening in his life, like fatherhood. Okay. Surprise baby. Would you believe I have my own... You've been surprise babied? <laughs> I got surprise babied. Okay. History so lesson. Tell me, okay. tell me the story. So this boy and I actually went to primary school, high school together, but he's older. He's in my sister's year. And we never really had a whole lot to do, but from a little country town, like, you know, all the kids, you all kind of hang out occasionally. Um, but then, I think it's one of those ones because we went to the same country town school. Yeah. I might not know the person, but if you told me the name, I'd know the family. Of course. that's how it all You would works. know one of the, one of the kids yeah. for sure. Um, okay, so... Like, out of high school, I'm, like, 19, living in Melbourne, not in the country anymore. Um, and he, this boy slides into my DMs, and I was like... Sorry, you had DMs when you were 19? Yeah, well, I had, like, Facebook or right, maybe okay. even MySpace. Wow. One, like, yeah, it was pretty vintage, but we had it. Um, and I was just, like, so flattered because this guy is gorgeous, but he was kind of outside of my circle. So, at that time, we kind of dated, but I was in a in a on and off again kind of tumultuous awful relationship and so this guy and I went on a few dates like we had the sweetest dates they were really cute and innocent and you know lovely but then I had this I basically the guy I was seeing um was having mental health struggles and he was like really depressed and we just kept going back and forth and back and forth so at the time this gorgeous boy I had to say to him look I I really like you, but I have to choose this other relationship. It needs my energy. Like, I'm going to choose to try to make things work with him. So we've kind of parted ways, but we've always stayed in touch. Um, it's always been, like, very sexy between us. Then he got a partner, and then he had a baby. Right. That does tend to... It didn't cool it off that much. He's never gone away. He's always around. Um, but we always like chat and then we're like, hang, because you know, he's the one that got away. He really is. But anyway, so at Christmas, we're chatting away, chatting away. And then he's like, oh, actually, this was New Year's. And he's like, I bet your night was bigger than mine. I was like, yeah, pretty wild. And he goes, well, yeah, mine might have been wild if I didn't have the kids. And I was like, kids plural I thought you only had one (laughs) he writes back he's like uh no I have two kids I was like bitch we have been in constant communication for Mm. 12 fucking years we've been through a lot together I know about the partner I know about the daughter like how did you have a whole ass baby and you didn't tell me when you're still trying to keep the fire burning with me He's unhappy in his relationship. We've never actually... It's never become physical since he's been with her. But it's emotionally... If I was her, I'd be upset about how emotional him and I... My connection is. Like, but when did you have a whole ass fucking baby and didn't tell me? So, yeah. Mm. And then he drops the baby bomb. And two seconds later, he's trying to be sexy again. So, (laughs) I just had to be like, look, I'm sorry. I can't do this. You're confusing me. You have 
babies, but then you're still talking about wanting me, and you had a surprise baby. Anyway, so... But you also don't know your priorities. Like, <laughs> yeah. If, if your relationship's not going well and you're wanting out, why are you in a position where you're making new babies? Yeah, I mean, it's two years old. It's not like it's a fresh baby. It's like a whole person. It's not like a fresh new baby. Anyway, and that's a long time to have not told somebody. I know, considering we talk regularly. Um. Anyway... So we are not currently speaking, and I guess I'm cooling it right off until he actually breaks up with his partner. Which will likely be never. Yeah. Who knows? I feel he's heading for a midlife crisis. I feel he's bucketing towards it. You know, I'll give it a go. But I feel like you deserve more than somebody who is rebounding from a midlife crisis. Okay, but he's got so many qualities that I love and that I want, and... The only reason I wasn't with him is because of another awful situation. But it's there's so many what ifs there. Yeah. Like it the could what, have been me. The what if is a really hard one. Mm. I know that like my my main ex, which is a really weird term to use, I know. but like mm-hmm. the one guy who's an ex who we were officially dating in that we told other people, or at least I told other people that <laughs> he was my boyfriend. We had the talk about what are we and are we seeing other people. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, you know, married now and has a kid and we are Facebook friends, which is a weird thing. We became Facebook friends after we broke up, which was me trying to be super cool with, you know, being his friend after a breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really hard to have a look at, the life that he's got now with this girl who he's been with since I'm pretty sure there was some crossover between the time mm-hmm, that we broke mm-hmm. up and the time they got together um, and to think you know well if we hadn't have ended maybe that's what my life would mm. look like maybe I'd be the one living in a do you think we should unit. just delete all these hoes off our Facebook should we just get rid of them all and then when you don't see them the reason I think about them is because I'm constantly seeing them I, I think that's a really interesting point. Was it easier? Is it easier to get over somebody when you don't have access to them? I agree. I actually, I think about it all the time. I don't mm-hmm. have the energy to do it. I, I just feel like it, it will hurt me to delete because deleting means admitting that it's definitely a door that's closed. Yeah, and, and that I, will never I walk through failed again. it and I didn't win. And yeah. But but also it's like empowering to be like no I've made my decision you're not for me get out of my life I don't want to see you I don't need to engage I don't need to give you my energy but yeah yeah and I, I, think, I I'm not a deleter <laughs> and, and I think I like I'm a hoarder like that's who I am as a person I hoard things I mean we're in my living room at the moment I'm still surrounded by DVDs when do I watch them like <laughs> she has a lot of DVDs and a fair whack of Disney yeah <laughs> Disney in my jam but. Like, I, I don't need them. I have streaming services now. Like, mm-hmm. but, I mean, partly it's the fact that I don't want to create e-waste and there's nowhere to sell them. But... You can recycle them. I mm, saw that today. To mm. But I equally, I feel like I hoard these emotions and these feelings and I, I have these, like, mental holidays where I delve into the social media of the guys that I used to date to be like, well, what's happening in their life and who are they with now and, you know... Yeah. An alarming number of them now have children. Some of them are married or engaged. Like... So I think I'm almost the opposite. I am not a hoarder. I am like an organizer and I, you know, everything's quite tight. I don't have a lot of stuff. I don't like clutter, but... You marry Kondo the shit out I, of stuff. I do. Marie Kondo is my icon. 
in a, in some ways, but also, but I have so many sentimental items. So I've got like, you know, like I have a vintage tea set that belonged to my grandmother. I have a necklace that was, you know, my grandpa gave to my my mother on her first communion. Or I have like, you know, my neighbor growing up gave me like little things and I have those things that are sentimental. So I think I don't need to hoard the stuff, but the sentiment. So the sentiment of our relationship, if it was real, if like the feelings were real, then yeah, I keep it around. If I really treasured it. Yeah, I feel like I don't, I don't, other than one ex-boyfriend that I do have some mementos of the relationship in a box somewhere. Mm -hmm. I don't, actually, I think we'll probably talk about that in our uh, Valentine's Day episode. Little sizzle, little sizzle. Um, But I, I do, I do think that I, I hold on to something about that relationship. Like I. I don't like to delete text messages. It's mm-hmm. like evidence for me. I mean, I'm a lawyer, so uh, <laughs> I, I'm like, I can, I can never delete a, an email chain or yeah, a I text love, message Yeah, I chain. love a thread. Like, I've got threads that go back to, you know, my first iPhone that have just kept on my iTunes Same. account. Same, and I... I did lose a phone when I was traveling in Spain, and I've lost, like, six months of my life, and I'm devastated, because the, there's, like, six months of photos that I know that are missing, but they're never coming back. Well, it's photos, but it, it for me, it's more with the guys I've dated, like, the text chains, and the ability to go back and be like, like, I will pour over particular messages and be like, where did it all go wrong? Like, in these messages, it feels like a, the relationship's thriving, and yet I know that within two days the breakup's coming or mm. the revelation is, is about to hit. Like I don't think I like to pour over them and like think about what I could have... What if I what if I put a comma here and not... No, like, not it's no. not that so much. It's And I'm not saying this to be like, I do this every single day. It's not. It's just mm-hmm. I, I will have these days where it's usually on a weekend day when I'm hungover and I have no plans for the day. <laughs> I just get hit with this overwhelming like wave of emotion of like, whatever happened to whatever happened with and Mm -hmm. I I wish I knew where this person was now I also have other times where I've had too much to drink I'm out and I'm horny and I'm like oh man I really wish that you know I could just call up this person and have them in my bed and get sad about the fact that that's not an option anymore and then that and then you're in the thread and then you're reading yeah and it sends me (laughs) into like you know an Instagram spiral of trying to track down that girl that just liked his you know Instagram photo so Mm -hmm. I mean I think technology has definitely made it harder to be cut and dry about ending it because then you don't want to be like the bitter sad girl that you know had to block and delete I think what makes it harder for me as well is that you know I sort of alluded to it before I have one official ex-boyfriend I've got one ex-boyfriend but lots of other exes yeah like what about those guys that like I, I, my term situationship, and not all of them, but what do you call the guy that's not your ex but is your ex? Yeah, so I have this issue where I've been seeing a guy for a while, but we're never official, we never... Yeah, or you sleep together occasionally, or you hang out a bit, but it wasn't like who, a relationship. You know, my surprise baby guy, we were seeing each other on and off for 18 months. Yeah. Um, And I think that was... Very- I have, like, years long... Yeah, and and that was very much to do with the fact that, you know, it was overseas and that's why he wasn't being introduced to my family or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's really hard to deal with a breakup, and I'm using inverted commas there, when you didn't have some traumatic event 
that broke you yeah, up. Yeah, I guess when, nothing's broken because there isn't anything to break. And, and you just sort of faded away and fizzled. And for the most part, other people in your life don't even know that it's a thing. And I feel mm-hmm. like I can be very guarded about my emotions and I don't... I've learnt my lesson about not telling people and particularly my family about relationships until I think it's really serious because I don't want to get burnt by their opinions when a relationship ends. Mm-hmm. So it gets to the point where I will see a guy for 18 months and not tell anybody. No, yeah, I will tell my friends, but there's no way I'm telling my mother. Yeah. Until that we're basically engaged, you're not meeting my family. But then it makes it really hard to explain to people why, you know, why something's upsetting or... And, and I think it makes... For me, anyway, it yeah. makes it makes the clawing into the social media. It makes the wondering what if even more so because it's not come from a massive breakup where you've sat down and had the talk and mm-hmm. said I don't want to be with you. Yeah, and so, so like there's always unanswered questions. Why would you need to block and delete if you weren't together and you didn't break up? Like so, it's like why do you need that emotion? Obviously, you do. These things are real. They happened, but like. Yeah, it's like, oh, do I have to delete that guy? It's not like we even dated. Like, am I being ridiculous? Or? And then the thing that can hurt even more is when they block and delete you. And my normal assumption is that's because they've got a new girl in their life and they're cutting yeah. all ties with their bachelor ways. <laughs> but that can also feel really hurtful to be like, oh, cool, like I didn't even deserve the text message to be like, hey, I'm seeing somebody. And maybe I yeah. wouldn't have wanted that because I, I mean, got that before. I don't before. feel any of that. I think if someone wants to block and delete me, I'm like... Please go ahead. Please go ahead. You say um, that, but there's certain people who, if they blocked and deleted you, you'd be really heartbroken. Yeah, but if your situation blocked and deleted you today, <laughs> yes, um, yeah, I'd probably be raging. Yeah, but yeah, he with him, but I, I think our relationship is more than that like I don't think he could do that I don't think he would if he did of course I'd be devastated but that would be almost like you blocking and deleting me I'd be like we can't what what is this yeah like you owe me more than that so yeah whereas others like guys that I've slept with a couple times maybe or that I matched with on tinder and went on a few dates like you can block and delete me I don't really care but if you came in and told me that hey me and Mr. Situationship have broken up I would kind of be like uh can you even break up like, <laughs> yeah, well, you, you, can, you, can't, you can't break up something that's not even together. I know. Um, yeah. And I, I know that I am very much guilty of dipping into being the person who blocks and deletes and then feeling self-conscious, um, feeling lonely and then reaching out to those people. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I have had that situation um, late last year where I, in a moment of self-doubt, messaged a one of these kind of exes to be like I want to catch up with you because I want I want answers I want to know about what went wrong with us and how mm. we behaved and then I chickened that's, out that's like yeah that's definitely wine talking isn't oh it? oh my god there was so much wine <laughs> so much wine talking I think we were out together yeah yeah um and you were being like well I'm not going to be able to stop you doing this but I'll check <laughs> your spelling and grammar um and I chickened yeah. out when you know yeah in the, the next day when he's like Okay, so we're going to go out. You're like, ah, uh, no. Well, no, to be fair, he he sort of was like, oh, I'm not available, sorry, but I'll be available next week after work. And I was like, this is not an after work thing. Never mind, it's done. Yeah, forget it. And since, forget I ever said anything. <laughs> pretty much. But since then, he's messaged a lot. Like, I would say almost weekly, I get 
messages from him like wanting to check in and they range from being like flirty um like some are quite explicit mm-hmm. and then others are just like I just really want to know what's going on with you and I just really hope that everything's going yeah. well in your life and I'm kind of like dude it's been uh I guess the last time I saw him it was 2012 so what's mm-hmm. that eight years okay so when we're getting these pangs these like I miss him what if like I wonder what he's up to should we act or should we ignore? Do we need to start getting some self-restraint? I I wish that I was the person that ignored more than acted. I think the way that I act is a very self-preservation way. I will go... When I have the feelings, I do the stalking. Not real stalking. I'm not turning up at anybody's house, but I'm... I, through... I've done that. I'll tell you the story one day of when I stalked. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone through, you know, the Instagram or whatever. Um, or, you know, done a quick, you know, look at... I don't even know. It's pretty much just Instagram and Facebook. Although, recently I did have a guy who I guess was having those kinds of feelings about me because uh, he recently joined LinkedIn added me very quickly after he joined and does not realize that LinkedIn has a feature where it oh my not- god <laughs> it notifies people if you're looking at their page oh my god yeah if you look at someone's page on LinkedIn like it tells you who's looked at your page you have to pay to be able to block that feature and yeah. nobody pays to who's block paying that LinkedIn? feature who is paying LinkedIn okay so were you his like first LinkedIn friend uh I think I was his second connection uh, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm not, I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not really down with the LinkedIn um, but he, lingo. He looked at oh, my, my God. Link- second. He, he looked at my LinkedIn page four times within an hour. Fuck. He's, yeah, that's that's so funny. Yeah, he's checking up. Yeah. But he doesn't know the feature. Wow, poor pussy. I think he's figured it out now because I then looked at his page and he would have got the notification to say, S has looked at your page. Yeah. So okay. he hasn't looked at it since I did that. Mm. But I don't, I've never been stalked on LinkedIn. Definitely Insta, definitely Facebook. Yeah. Tinder, when people like, K, you guys met last week, when they creep back in, you know, but never on LinkedIn. Yeah, no, LinkedIn was a new low, slash maybe a high. I don't know. I think that's highbrow. I think LinkedIn stalk is fucking highbrow. More LinkedIn stalking in 2020. But it, it gave me this, like little boost to be like oh yeah you still think about me uh-huh yeah but then oh, equally it then sent me into a spiral two days later when I'm like well I'm just gonna go look at all of his other socials to see what he's <laughs> up to and I don't need to do that and I shouldn't need to do that I got a nice boost from an ex that came back like my the very first love of my life I was 19 I just moved from the country overseas I moved to New York, big fucking city, and I was working in a summer camp there. And I was like... I love how you like big city, but I was at a camp. Yeah, but I spent a lot of time in the city. Anyway, um, so little fish, ginormous pond. Having gone from a tiny country town, very naive little thing, moved overseas. Anyway, met the first love of my life. Lost my virginity to this boy on a, on a golf course. On a golf course. <laughs> the seventh hole, if you must know. Um, seventh heaven. And, you know, we were very, like, we were very in love. And then there were reasons why we couldn't be together, which were pretty traumatic. I'll go into them another day. But, um, like, he, we talked about him moving to Australia, like, whether or not I would move. He was English, whether or not I would move to England with him, whether or not. 
he would move to Australia. We were going to go to Vegas and get married. Like, little baby me was all ready to take this boy to Vegas and get married up. But um, we both came to our senses and we didn't do it. Um, and then circumstances happened. Obviously, the relationship couldn't sustain being that far away from each other when I had to come home because of visa and money issues. Um, so, you know, eventually we stopped seeing each other. And it's been like 12 years and he's married with a baby now. But he messaged me the other day and was just like, just letting you know that I keep, like, even though we don't talk a lot, I keep across everything you're doing on social media and I hope you're having a lovely life and I miss you and I love you. And I was like, that is so nice. Like, that's, that is being friends with your ex. But also, I think you're both, there's two things there. There's been a lot of time. Yes. Which is great. But you're also both in a mentally good place. Uh-huh. Of I think it also helps that he lives, he lives in Dubai now. Like, that's far. I can't go there, so it's, yeah. <laughs> I can't go be there and be a psycho, so it's done. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as you said, he's happy. He's so and happy, And you know yeah. he's happy. I think what's made it harder for me is not because I've wanted to, these guys and I've reached out to them I think what's made it really hard is when a guy reaches out to me who's one of these exes or mm-hmm. sort of exes and then I discover should that... we call them an ex-ish yeah I think I like ex-ish. that ex-ish my um, ex-ish <laughs> yeah you're, you're almost mm-hmm. you're almost ex yeah but I think it, it it's hurt me more when they've reached out giving this air of well maybe the possibility is open mm-hmm. you know the door was closed and here's the window and i'm, I'm oh, giving man. you the opportunity life, everybody and then you find out a... that they actually have a girlfriend now and <laughs> and two babies one of them surprised one of them you knew about <laughs> but but they're you know sending you sexy texts and you're like well what does this mean like what you know you know what honestly it means that they're a dirtbag but it's like it's nice to. It's funny. I often get that little bit of attention. I often I get love asked by too. like friends who are in relationships. You know, like, well, we'll try to help set you up. What's your type? And I'm like, literally, the only unifying thing that I can think of as a type is he'll probably be a liar. <laughs> like mm. that seems. To One be of my type. favorite memes is like, <laughs> it, it's just it's so funny. It's like. If I'm still single on Valentine's Day, I'm sharing my DMs. We all going to be single. Like, <laughs> literally, girls, I, if you're in a relationship, check on your man because nobody, nobody's keeping their hands out. Everybody's where they shouldn't be. Yeah. There are so many, you know. And again, I, technology makes it easier. So this wasn't going to be an episode about technology. No. But I feel like that's where we've ended up because... Yeah. I, it makes it easier. Yeah, if to you have... had to write handwrite a letter and post it to your ex, you're probably not going to bother. And because and <laughs> but if you can just like if you can just like scroll upon a picture of him, yeah. on the gram, it's so much easier. So yeah, yeah, technology's making it harder for a clean break. I don't I don't need a clean break with my exes. I care for them all, but sometimes it's hard to have them lingering. I think because there's, there's so many questions as well. Like I the. The, the ex, so to speak. I mean, I don't think he's the most important of all of them, but he, you know, he's an ex, not an ex-ish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you actually, have to talk. Yeah, he actually lives a suburb away from where I live. And I really thought I was doing better, at, like, the, that it was quite okay. We're friends on Facebook. He's engaged, got, got married, had a baby, all good. But I bumped into him 
at an event in my suburb that was like a community event. Oh, God. And, you know, at least it wasn't in the supermarket when I was, you know, fresh from the gym. and Yeah, at least it's an event, so you probably, you've got a little... You know, you know, I, I you had spruced up. I had done my makeup, you know, but I was in very casual. You know, I was wearing a flannelette shirt. It was, mm-hmm. I was there because I had just won an award in a baking contest. Oh my god, yeah, queen baker. Uh, yeah, I'm a Scot. I'm an award winning scone maker, guys. CWA award winning scone yeah. maker. The Country Sorry. Women's Association does just hand those out to anybody. They don't. Amazing. I want to um, give you a round of applause for that. Thank you, thank <laughs> you. I am single, but I can make a scone. But. I can't... Do you think that that was a pickup line back in the nineteen twenties, <laughs> maybe even the fifties? I don't know I mean, about now. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know if it's as marriageable a, a skill, but yeah. uh, people are into baked goods. Yeah, right? for sure, for sure. Way to a man's heart is through his stomach. <laughs> exactly. Get them fat so nobody else wants them. <laughs> um, but I, you know, turned around and there he was with his now wife. Um, and I realized how much I just wasn't, I think if he had been there by himself, I probably would have gone up and said hi, but I just couldn't face the idea of him introducing me to his wife mm-hmm, and having mm-hmm. that awkward moment of like, are you going to tell her who I am? Yeah. Like how um, do you introduce this? Do I have to like talk to your ex and your, your new wife? I just don't know if I want to. Yeah. yeah and you know, we do, ha- she and I have a lot in common. We both work in government as lawyers so um i mean if i ran into some of my exes with like a new partner and i had zero like relationship with the partner i don't know if i'd necessarily because i'm just too shy i just don't know if i'd want to talk to them i think what made it hard for me was i was there with my younger cousin in tow who i dragged out of bed at midday to come and watch me win a scone winning (laughs) making contest and there he is, you know, having a cute date with his wife. And I was like, I just, I can't have this conversation right yeah. now. But maybe I should have. Maybe I should have just bitten the bullet and be like, hey, how are you going? Mm. I'm I, living my best life. Okay, so where I've come to is, are we actually friends with these exes or ex-ishes? Or are we just Facebook friends with them? Oh my God, I'm totally... <laughs> I don't consider Facebook friendship to be a real friendship. It's not. Okay, so I am real friends with four out of five of my most serious relationships slash ex-ships slash situationships. Four out of five. The other one, I still talk to him and I still hold him in my heart, but we don't communicate outside of Facebook. Do you know what? I've just thought, so I oh, I have yeah fr- but but the rest of them they're not actually my friends they're my Facebook friends. I've just thought of the best relationship that became a friendship that I've ever witnessed. Yes, um, a mutual friend of ours has recently gotten engaged. Yes, to a woman of you know lesbian couple, and they had a party recently where I met one of our friends' new fiance's best friends from high school. I was chatting to him and he's super fun, super funny. He's got this great friendship with our friend's fiance. And I remember being like, well, how did you guys meet? Like, what, what's the deal here? And he's like, well, in high school, neither of us realized we were gay. <laughs> so we were in a relationship. So maybe that's the best. As long as there's absolutely no, no sexual tension, maybe that's mm-hmm. when you can be friends. Uh-huh. So if, you know, you used to date somebody and now you're not into dick, Maybe that's how you end up becoming friends. I guess friends. that helps because the sexual, the the possibility 
of sex being on the table and always blurs the friendship. Like I still sleep with a bunch of my exes, ex issues. So like the friendship is blurry because there's sex on the table. And I think sometimes on the table, sometimes not. (laughs) And I think the possibility of sex is always the last thing to fade. Yep. The absolutely. Because uh-huh. if we were the last people on the planet, then yeah. like I guess and I do think, we've got a job to do. I think the only thing that takes longer to fade than the possibility of sex is the burning hatred you have for something that they did. I think that's the only... <laughs> like, I think I'm... Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, th- I don't have that burning hatred, so talk to me on the burning, burning hatred. Because like, I have the sex on the sex thing not going away, but I don't have the burning well, I'm hatred. Well, just, I'm just thinking about, like, when there's been somebody who's done something to you that you just think is you know horrific i don't i don't think i have that uh, at the moment that i can think of i have one but i i i'm at peace with it and i've forgiven it um someone proposed to me and i was like "Mm, maybe and he's like well maybe it's not good enough and then he got married to someone else four months later from the day he asked me to marry me, he was married to someone else. Like, that boy moved fast. I was pretty, like, messed up over it, but I don't... I'm not bitter or angry about it anymore. I'm at peace with it. Yeah, see, I think my biggest anger comes from an ex-ish situation who um, wanted to be friends, and he made a big deal about let's be friends, and but then would be like, yeah, let's go to this really intimate, cute bar and have a cheese board and drink mm-hmm. wine together on a Friday night. That's my situationship and to I'm just a like, tea. Let's, is... let's hang out as friends. Let's go to a favourite date place, have like a cute romantic dinner and then go have sex. Yeah, but I would have <laughs> <As> these, friends. <laughs> and I would have these like pseudo dates, but he has a girlfriend and I, I called him out and it was like, what is this? Like, and he, and he got angry at me. He's like, oh, so what, you thought we were just going to fuck tonight? And I'm, we ended up having, like, a screaming match in Little Burke Street because wow. I was, like, excuse, in the middle of Chinatown because I'm classy like that. <laughs> I had a screaming match because I was, like, what, like, why do you drag me to, you know, you say you want to be friends, but then you take me out for an evening that could very well be a date mm-hmm. and you're leading me on, you know you're flirting with me. And mm-hmm. then when I raised the question of what's going on here and it's hurting my feelings because I know we can't be in a relationship... Mm-hmm. You're then you're upset and offended that I would even consider having sex with you. Mm. But I think he's he's boosting his ego. He's he's having he's trying to have his cake and eat it too. He's got yeah. the girlfriend and he wants you know the option. He wants to keep you cl- as close as he can get you. But I think what's really interesting is I have this like a mixed feeling of like burning hatred for the way that he's treated me, the way he's behaving, mixed with. There's still sexual tension there, and yeah. if he were to turn it's up, it's like, like if you if if you guys were fighting in the middle of the street and he like grabbed your face and started making yeah. out with you, it probably would have been really hot and you would have done it. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Mm. And and you know we have made out in like angry situations before. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it's a fiery relationship. It's not a healthy relationship. <laughs> mm. Okay, so can you be friends with your ex? Yes, you can. It Should usually <laughs> it usually takes time and distance sometimes like several oceans of distance but it is possible should you be friends with your exes especially your ex issues no and i think i think maybe you have to be <laughs> you have to be conscious of their headspace as well because the one thing i would say is 
maybe this guy that I was just describing, maybe he really genuinely was just ready to be friends and he didn't quite realise that that wasn't yeah. a friendship activity mm-hmm. that he planned. Mm. Okay, that's a bad example. But <laughs> yeah, imagine, yeah, yeah. imagine we had done something a lot less, you know, gone to a footy match or something, something a lot less date-ish. Um, mm-hmm. That's all well and good, but he he's moved on in his life and I haven't so it hurts more for me because yeah, for me yeah. the possibility still exists even if it doesn't for him exactly I'm still you wondering what still, if yeah so if you're at that position where you're like no but I just genuinely want to check in I want to tell him that that you know I'm so glad that he kept the mustache and that he's decided to live out his dream as a barista <laughs> like that's great but maybe like check in how they're going because you might hurt them more than you intend to mm, I don't think men have feelings so probably not okay so <laughs> my next my next takeaway is that we're probably not friends with most of our exes we're Facebook friends with them there's a difference Facebook is friendship is not and friendship. it's kind of toxic because you don't get away from them whereas you know in this in the 60s and 70s you would have had to write letters and you know, if when they were done, they were done. Whereas now they never go away. So maybe for some of the more toxic situations, it's better to block and delete. I um, think it, it's hard because once upon a time, moving to the other side of the world would have meant that's it. You will never see this person never. again. Never. Nah, nah. He's, I see his pics every day. I see his story. I like his cute baby, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So can you be friends with your ex? Yes, you can. Should you? Probably Who knows? Probably not. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, well, it's been lovely chatting Yes. And I'm not hungover today, thank fuck, so we could record. You get an app. Go me. <laughs> We're going to try to be better about posting. One thing we would love is if you guys could share some of your feedback. What topics do you want us to talk about? If you see a news story and you want to know our opinions, share it with us. Slide into mm. our DMs. Do you have a favorite Sex in the City episode? Like, tell, like we want, you know, we want, like, Yes, I want Topics. to do another episode where we get to watch something and talk about it. <laughs> I Tell me if you liked the Fleabag episode, because mm-hmm. I personally thought that was really fun, um, but I just like watching Fleabag. Are you friends with your exes? Yes, tell or us Or are that. you Facebook friends with them? Or are you sticking, keeping them around because, you know, there's the possibility that one day you could get back together? So if you want to reach out to us, there's a few ways that you can do it. The easiest way is on Instagram. You can slide, slide into our DMs. Slide on in. I've got I got some very active DMs. They have lots of chats going on. So yeah, we've had we've had a few people reach out to us on the uh, old Insta. Some people loved K. Uh, K. They loved our um, our boy, our single boy last week. Yeah, we had he has some big fans. People love his voice. Well, make sure you <laughs> listen to his pod as well. Mm. Um, so which is the Barry Bulagawa. <laughs> our Instagram is the the. Um, yeah, it's at the single girl's guide to the galaxy. Just to make it really simple. <laughs> at the single girl's guide to the galaxy on Instagram. Um, the single girl's guide at gmail.com. There we go. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if I've checked it. Probably don't email me. Yeah, don't email. <laughs> Insta's the best way to reach out. Or even better, in the show notes for this episode, scroll down to the bottom and you will see... Um, a link to the ability to record a voicemail and yes. send it to us. And we have had, we've discussed before, Katie Rose love sent you, us Katie. a voicemail. Katie, we loved it. We are researching to try to in, you know, 
have some interviews along the lines of what you have uh, suggested. So that's amazing. Um, but if anybody else has suggestions for episodes you'd like to hear, please let us know. Please like and subscribe on iTunes. Yeah, rate and review. Is that? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Give us <laughs> five stars. podcasting. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all good at this stuff. Tell, tell us how to be better podcasters. We'd mm. appreciate that. Just fucking communicate with us. Otherwise, we're sitting here talking to the sky. Well, I know that we're not talking to ourselves. We know you're there. Because I check the analytics and there is like people listening to us in Thailand. There are people listening in Puerto Rico. Oh, mate, I'm getting hundreds of likes on Instagram at a time. I'm batting them away. Like, I mean, you know, he, you, we know you're out there. But... He is a meme lord and it is amazing. <laughs> trust I'm, I'm like, there's some filthy ones I haven't dropped yet, but trust me, I'm getting filthier. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we love you. Love Thank you. Thank you for talking letting us talk to you i'm getting to the time pleasure being in your ears it's time that we stop <laughs> we're gonna stop now i okay. gotta go stalk one of my exes on Facebook. yeah sorry i've gotta i've gotta turn off the um recording device so that i can check insta okay. love you bye